0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, don't look
1: so glum. We're back to Monday, but as I always say, it's a chance to start over again and try to get it right this time. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, July 10th, 2023, Monday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one, and Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is St. Anthony Pichersky. He was born in 983 in Lubeck in the Ukraine. Anthony went to the famed monastic community of Mount Athos in Greece to become a hermit. He remained there for several years and returned to Ukraine and built a hermitage in Kiev. The site became the Caves of Kiev, the first Ukrainian monastery founded by Ukrainians. Land for the monastery was given to Anthony by a local prince. He founded another monastery in Chernigov but died in the Caves of Kiev. Anthony is called one of the fathers of Ukrainian monasticism. He died in 1073. And with Pope Francis, we pray that Catholics may place the celebration of the Eucharist at the heart of their lives, transforming human relationships in a very deep way and opening to the encounter with God and all their brothers and sisters. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus.
2: My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me that you hear me I adore you with profound reverence I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful my Immaculate Mother Saint Joseph my Father and Lord
3: my Garden Angel intercede for me today the gospel presents us with two people who have great faith in Jesus Christ. Two people that, given their circumstances, we could think, should have given up on their hope. First, the official comes to Jesus and says, Lord, my daughter has just died. But come, lay your hand on her, and she will live. It's amazing to see This man's faith, his daughter was already dead. People in his house as they approached would be already accepting that death. There were flute players, the crowd there were making a commotion, and they actually ridiculed Jesus Christ when he says that the girl is not dead but sleeping. Because they had seen her dead. It had been a while. They have given up on our hope. But the official does not give up. He has faith. We can imagine he must have gone to many doctors trying to restore the health of her daughter. As a good father, he must have done everything in his power to avoid his daughter's death. And still, she had died this was his last chance and and he puts all his faith there. Come lay your hand on her and she will live. Jesus would do precisely that. He would go into his daughter's room, lay his hand on her and then tell her to come up, to stand up and she would react and the little girl arose. The gospel says, The other person in this gospel takes advantage of Jesus' presence as
2: he is going toward the official's house to approach him
3: from the back. This woman has been suffering hemorrhages for 12 years. Again, she must have been going to all kinds of doctors, trying to find any possible cure for her illness. And nothing has been able to save her. She must spent all her money looking for a cure, and still 12 years. We could say, well, this woman should kind of give up on any hope and just accept it and live with it, put up with the difficulties of the hemorrhages. But she still has hope. She knows Jesus Christ can help her. She has that faith. And she thinks to herself, If only I can touch his cloak, I shall be cured. There's no conditional here. I might be cured. No, I shall be cured. She doesn't even attempt to interrupt Jesus Christ or ask him personally. She doesn't feel like she can do that. But if she can only touch his cloak, she has this great hope in Jesus Christ. And she does precisely that, touches his cloak and she is healed. Immediately, the hemorrhages in her body disappear. And our
2: Lord, realizing this power that has left him, turns around and says,
3: Courage, daughter, your faith has saved you. From that hour, the gospel tells us, the woman was cured. Two examples of faith in Jesus Christ and what he can do. Two examples of hope that never gives up. The death of the daughter on one side seemed reversible. Twelve years of suffering, terrible illness, many doctors on both sides, no possibility. And still they have faith. A faith that doesn't abandon, a hope that is always there. And you and I need to have the same faith. Our Lord Jesus would say to us in another occasion, Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. But this doesn't mean that the moment you start seeking you will find. Or the immediately after you ask you will receive. Or right after you
2: knock on the door it will be open immediately. Because sometimes we can have a little bit of that tendency. And you know, we're asking our Lord for things that, that we need, right? Sometimes for ourselves, sometimes for others. A loved one that is ill.
3: A son, daughter, friend that is suffering. Something that we realize the country needs. And it seems obviously something
2: that, hey, we need it now. Just like this woman must have thought as she was suffering her hemorrhages. Lord, I need to be healed now. I mean, I'm suffering tremendously.
3: Whereas this man was seeing her, his daughter slowly die on him. He must have been thinking and praying probably, Lord, heal my daughter. But it doesn't happen immediately. Twelve years for this woman. After his daughter's death for this man. And they don't give up. Just like you and I should not give up. After we've prayed, for months or years, for something to happen and doesn't happen. After we've tried over
2: and over again to accomplish something in our spiritual life, or helping somebody,
3: or as we see the country or society go down and down, and things are getting worse, let's not lose hope. Let's not think it's over. Let's not think, well. Our Lord is not listening to my prayer. Of course He is. He hears you. He knows what's in your heart. Keep asking Him. Keep showing Him how much you want it. Keep going out of your way to look for it. All of that will help our Lord to be convinced of what you need. But then trust. Have faith. He knows His time. He knows when it is best for you to receive that. He knows how it's going to happen. All we can do is ask, persevere. All we can do is keep showing our Lord how much we want it. But then let's keep trusting Jesus. He knows when the time is right. He's not just making us suffer for the sake of it. Much good will come from that weight. Much good will come to us and others from things happening
2: in a different way than we expected it to happen. But if we have faith
3: and hope in Jesus Christ, He will take care of us. He will help us. He will solve situations in a way that only God can. Courage, daughter, your faith has saved you. Hopefully, our Lord Jesus can say that of you and me. Our faith has saved us. Thank you, my God, for the good resolutions affections, and inspirations
2: that you have communicated to me in this meditation, I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, God and Angel, intercede for me.
1: There's always plenty more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We'll begin this day of prayer in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, July 10th, Monday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day now with the entire church, as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings.
4: Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your your praise. praise. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord.
5: Come, Come, let us us sing joyful joyful songs to to the the Lord. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Come, let us sing joyful songs to
4: the Lord. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor.
5: Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord.
4: O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors, let him enter the King of Glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the
5: Lord. Who is the King of Glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord.
4: O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter the King of glory. Come,
5: Come, let us sing joyful
4: songs to the
5: Lord. Who is he, the King of glory? He the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning,
5: beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord.
6: Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Bow, Bow down and hear, hear me, Lord. Come to my, my rescue. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, set me free. Hear me and speedily rescue me. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mighty stronghold to save me. For you are my rock, my stronghold. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Release me from the snares they have hidden, for you are my refuge, Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. It is you who will redeem me, Lord. O God of truth, you detest those who worship false and empty gods. As for me, I trust in the Lord. Let me be glad and rejoice in your love. You, who have seen my affliction and taken heed of my soul's distress, have not handed me over to the enemy, but set my feet at large. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen.
7: Bow down and hear me, Lord.
6: Come to my rescue. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Lord,
7: let the light of of your your countenance shine on your servant.
6: Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes, my throat, and my heart, for my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighs. Affliction has broken down my strength and my bones waste away. In the face of all my foes I am a reproach. An object of scorn to my neighbors and of fear to my friends. Those who see me in the street run far away from me. I am like a dead man, forgotten, like a thing thrown away. I have heard the slander of the crowd. Fear is all around me as they plot together against me, as they plan to take my life. But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, You are my God. My life is in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of those who hate me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, let the the light of of your your countenance shine on on your servant. servant. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me.
7: Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out
6: his mercy upon me. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. Blessed be the Lord, who has shown me the wonders of his love in a fortified city. I am far removed from your sight, I said in my alarm. Yet you heard the voice of my plea when I cried for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all who hope in the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning,
7: beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
6: Let us pray.
8: God of kindness and truth, you saved your Chosen One, Jesus Christ, and you gave your martyrs strength. Watch over your people who come to you here and strengthen the hearts of those who hope in you, that they may proclaim your saving acts of kindness in the Eternal City.
7: Blessed be the Lord, for, for he has poured out his mercy upon
8: me.
9: Guide me in the way
8: of your truth and teach me, for you are my saving God.
9: From the second book of Samuel, Absalom said to the king, Allow me to go to Hebron and fulfill a vow I made to the Lord. For while living in Geshur and Aram, your servant made this vow. If, the ever, if ever the Lord brings me back to Jerusalem, I will worship him in Hebron. The king wished him a safe journey, and he went off to Hebron. Then Absalom sent spies throughout the tribes of Israel to say, When you hear the second horn, declare Absalom king in Hebron. Two hundred men had accompanied Absalom from Jerusalem. They had been invited and went in good faith, knowing nothing of the plan. Absalom also sent to Ephithopal the Galanite, David's counselor, an invitation to come from his town, Gilo, for the sacrifices he was about to offer. So the conspiracy gained strength, and the people with Absalom increased in numbers. An informant came to David with the report. The Israelites have transferred their loyalty to Absalom. At this, David said to his servants who were with him in Jerusalem, Up, let us take flight, or none of us will escape from Absalom. Leave quickly, lest he hurry and overtake us. Then visit disaster upon us and put the city to the sword. Zadok, too, with all the Levite bearers of the Ark of the Covenant of God, and Abathar brought the Ark of God to a halt until the soldiers had marched out of the city. Then the king said to Zadok, Take the Ark of God back to the city. If I find favor with the Lord, he will bring me back and permit me to see it and its lodging. But if he should say, I am not pleased with you, I am ready. Let him do to me as he sees fit. The king also said to the priest, Zadok, See to it that you and Abathar return to the city in peace, and both your sons with you, your own son Amazes and Abathar's son Jonathan. Remember, I shall be waiting at the fords near the desert until I receive information from you. So Zadok and Abathar took the ark of God back to Jerusalem and remained there. As David went up to the Mount of Olives, he wept without ceasing. His head was covered, and he was walking barefoot. All those who were with him also had their heads covered and were weeping as they went. As David was approaching Beruhim, a man named Shemaiah, the son of Gera, was of the same clan as Saul's family, was coming out of the place, cursing as he came. He threw stones at David and all the king's officers, even though all of the soldiers, including the royal guard, were on David's right and on his left. Shemaiah said as he cursed, Away, away, you murderous and wicked man! The Lord has requited you, for all the bloodshed in the family of Saul, in whose stead you became king, and the Lord has given over the kingdom to your son Absalom, and now you suffer ruin because you are a murderer. Abishrai, son of Zeruri, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over, please, and lop off his head. But the king replied, What business is it of mine or yours, son of Zariah, that he curses? Suppose the lord has told him to curse David, who then will dare say, Why are you doing this? Then the king said to Abishai, to all his servants, If my own son, who came forth from my loins, is seeking my life, how much more might this Benjamin might do so? Let him alone, and let him curse, for the Lord has told him to. Perhaps the Lord will look on my affliction and make it up to me with benefits for the curses he is uttering this day. David and his men continued on the road, while Shimei kept abreast of them on the hillside, all the while cursing and throwing stones and dirt as he went. The Word of the Lord Even my closest friend, who had my trust— He who who
7: ate at at my
6: table
7: has turned turned against
6: me.
9: One of you who is eating with
0: me is about to betray me.
6: He He who ate ate at my table has has turned turned against me.
0: A reading from a letter to the Corinthians by St. Clement, Pope. The command has been written, Cling to the saints, for those who cling to them will be sanctified. There is a passage in Scripture as well which states, With the innocent man you will be innocent. And with the chosen, you will be chosen also. Likewise, with the perverse, you will deal perversely. Devote yourselves, then, to the innocent and the just. They are God's chosen ones. Why are there strife and passion, schisms, and even war among you? Do we not possess the same spirit of grace which was given to us, and the same calling in Christ? Why do we tear apart and divide the body of Christ? Why do we revolt against our own body? Why do we reach such a degree of insanity that we forget that we are members one of another? Do not forget the words of Jesus our Lord. Woe to that man! It would be better for him if he had not been born rather than scandalize one of my chosen ones. Indeed, it would be better for him to have a great millstone round his neck and to be drowned in the sea than that he lead astray one of my chosen ones. Your division has led many astray, has made many doubt, has made many despair, and has brought grief upon us all. And still your rebellion continues. Pick up the letter of blessed Paul the Apostle. What did he write to you at the beginning of his ministry? Even then, you had developed factions. So Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, wrote to you concerning himself And Cephas and Apollos. But that division involved you in less sin because you were supporting apostles of high reputation and a person approved by them. We should put an end to this division immediately. Let us fall down before our Master and implore his mercy with our tears. Then he will be reconciled to us and restore us to the practice of brotherly love that benefits us. For this is the gate of justice that leads to life, as it is written, Open to me the gates of justice. When I have entered there, I shall praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The just shall enter through it. There are many gates which stand open. But the gate of justice is the gateway of Christ. All who enter through this gate are blessed, pursuing their way in holiness and justice, performing all their tasks without discord. A person may be faithful, he may have the power to utter hidden mysteries, he may be discriminating in the evaluation of what is said, and pure in his actions. But the greater he seems to be, the more humbly he ought to act, and the more zealous he ought to be for the common good, rather than his own interest.
6: Though I am not bound to anyone, I became a slave to all. To the weak I became weak. I became all things to all
9: men, that I might at least save some.
6: I was eyes for the blind and feet for the lame. I was a father to the poor.
8: I became all things to all men, that I might at least save some. Let us pray. O God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy, for on those you have rescued from slavery to sin you bestow eternal gladness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen.
1: Miracles in today's gospel coming up in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Rollafoot Radio and the Rollafoot Radio app. It's Daybreak for Monday, July 10th, 2023, Monday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadiq, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, a healing and a resurrection.
10: It's from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. While he was thus speaking to them, behold, a ruler came in and knelt before him. My daughter has just died. But come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. Jesus rose and followed him with his disciples. And behold, a woman who had suffered from a hemorrhage for twelve years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment. For she said to herself,
11: If only I touch his garment, I shall be made well.
10: Jesus turned, and seeing her, he said, Take heart, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And instantly the woman was made well. Jesus came to the ruler's house and saw the flute players and the crowd making a tumult. Depart, for the girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But when the crowd had been put outside, he went in and took her by the hand. And the girl arose. The report of this went through all that district. This selection from Truth
1: and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday mass ratings on the relevant radio app. It's been said many times before, and it's absolutely true, whether you know it or not, you can't have Christ without the church. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. In the church, we see Jesus, the same Jesus the crowds wanted so much to touch for there flowed out of him a power that cured all. Anybody who binds himself to Christ the teacher, the priest, and the king by accepting the doctrine, the sacraments, and the authority of the church belongs to the church. In a certain way, we maintain the same relationship with the church as we do with Christ, by means of faith, hope, and charity. First of all, faith, which means believing what on so many occasions is not so obvious. The contemporaries of Jesus, too, saw a man who worked, who grew tired, who needed food, who felt pain, cold, and fear, but that man was God. In the church we have seen holy people who often pass unnoticed, hidden as they have been by a very ordinary life. We also see weak people like ourselves, small minded, lazy, self interested. But if they have been baptized and remain in a state of grace despite all their defects, they are in Christ. They share in his very life. If they are sinners, The church welcomes them, too, into her midst as members who need her still more. Our attitude towards the church also has to be one of hope. Christ himself assured us, On this rock I will build my church, and the powers of death shall not prevail against it. She will be the firm rock where we can seek safety against the erratic lurches the world seems to make. She can never fail us because in her we will always find Christ. And if we owe God charity, love that is, we must have this same sentiment towards our mother the church. For no one can have God for his father who does not have the church for his mother. She is the mother who gives life to us, the life of Christ's, by which we are children of the Father. A mother is to be loved. Only bad children remain indifferent, sometimes hostile towards the person who gave them their very being. We have a good mother. This is why we are so hurt by the wounds that are caused her by some outside and by some inside the church, and by the sicknesses that others of her members can sometimes undergo. This is why, as good sons and daughters of the church, we try hard not to talk about the weaknesses of individuals, past or present. Of this or that, Christian, whether or not they have been placed in positions of authority, we try never to criticize the church, who is holy and so merciful that she does not deny her motherly care even to sinners. How can we ever speak about her coldly, harshly, or insolently? How can we remain indifferent to our mother? We are not and we do not want to be indifferent. Whatever is hers is ours. And we cannot be expected to take a neutral stance like a judge who will impartially hear a case against someone such can never be the attitude of a child in relation to his mother we belong to christ when we belong to the church in her we become members of the body of him whom our lady conceived gestated and brought into the world this is why the blessed virgin is mother of the church That is to say, mother of the whole people of God, both faithful and pastors. The latest jewel that filial piety has set in the litany of Our Lady, the most recent compliment to the Mother of Christ, is almost synonymous. Mother of the Church, we say. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers and it's available at your local Catholic bookstore we turn once again to prayer. As we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, we join the whole church now in morning prayer.
8: God, come to my assistance.
7: Lord, make make haste haste to help help me. me.
8: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever.
9: forever. Amen. Alleluia.
11: To the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God.
9: When, when will I come, come to the, the end of, of my pilgrimage and enter, enter the presence of, of God? Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God.
11: My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God?
9: My tears have become my bread, by night, by day, as I hear it said all the day long. Where is your God?
11: These things will I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God, amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving, the throng wild with joy.
9: Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God.
11: My soul is cast down within me as I think of you, from the country of Jordan and Mount Hermon, from the hill of Mizar.
9: Deep is calling on deep, in the roar of waters. Your torrents and all your waves swept over me.
11: By day the Lord will send his loving-kindness. By night I will sing to him, Praise the God of my life.
9: I will say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe?
11: With cries that pierce me to the heart, My enemies revile me, Saying to me all the day long, Where is your God?
9: Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God.
11: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, is now, now,
9: and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, when your strength takes possession of us, we no longer say, Why are you cast down, my soul? So now that the surging waves of your indignation have passed over us, let us feel the healing calm of your forgiveness. Inspire us to yearn for you always, like the deer for running streams, until you satisfy every longing in heaven. When will will I come come to the the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy.
7: Lord, show Show us the radiance of your your mercy.
11: Come to our aid, O God of the universe, and put all the nations in dread of you. Raise your hand against the heathen, that they may realize your power.
9: As you have used us to show them your holiness, so now use them to show us your glory. Thus they will know, as we know, that there is no God but you.
11: Give new signs and work new wonders. Show forth the splendor of your right hand and arm.
9: Gather all the tribes of Jacob, that they may inherit the land as of old. Show mercy to the people called by your name, Israel, whom you named your firstborn.
11: Take pity on your holy city, Jerusalem, your dwelling place. Fill Zion with your majesty, your temple with your glory.
9: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is is now. now. and And will be be forever. forever.
11: Amen.
7: Lord, show Show us the radiance of your your mercy.
11: The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The The vaults of heaven heaven ring with your praise,
6: O Lord. Lord.
9: The heavens proclaim the glory of God and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message.
11: No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world.
9: There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent. Rejoices like a champion to run its course.
11: At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat.
9: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever.
11: Amen. Let us pray. To enlighten the world, Father, you sent to us your word as the Son of truth and justice shining upon mankind. Illumine our eyes that we may discern your glory in the many works of your hands. The,
7: the vaults of heaven, heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. Lord.
11: A reading from the book of Jeremiah. When I found your words, I devoured them. They became my joy and the happiness of my heart, because I bore your name, O Lord God of hosts. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones,
7: give him the praise that is due.
11: Sing a new song to the Lord, give him the praise that is due. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones, give him the praise that is due.
6: Blessed be the Lord, for he has come to his people and set them free. as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord, for he has come to his people and set them free.
8: Let us pray. Our Savior has made us a nation of priests to offer acceptable sacrifice to the Father. Let us call upon him in gratitude. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. Preserve Preserve us in in your your ministry, ministry, Lord. Christ, eternal priest, you conferred the holy priesthood on your people.
6: Grant that we may offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to the Father. Preserve Preserve us us in in your your ministry, ministry, Lord.
8: In your goodness, pour out on us the fruits of your Spirit.
6: Patience, kindness, and gentleness. Preserve Preserve us us in your your ministry, ministry, Lord.
8: May we love you and possess you, for you are love.
6: And may every action of our lives praise you. Preserve Preserve us in in your
8: ministry, ministry, Lord. Lord. May we seek those things which are beneficial to our brothers without counting the cost.
6: To help them on the way to salvation. Preserve Preserve us in your ministry, ministry, Lord.
8: Let us make our prayers and praise complete. Now let us offer together Almighty Father, you have brought us to the light of a new day. Keep us safe the whole day through from every sinful inclination. May all our thoughts, words, and actions aim at doing what is pleasing in your sight. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
1: Morning Air up next. I'm Paul Sadiq. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the at Radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord.
0: Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers.